All right, here we go, boys and girls. It's December. We got here. How did we get here? The 12th month in the calendar year. And uh, it's the first, which means it's also HIV, uh, World HIV AIDS Fraud Day. And we're going to revisit some of that with Bobby Russell in hour two, uh, going back years and uh, the scam that uh, Fauci was all over that too, interestingly enough. So that's coming up in hour two. I also have a homeopathic hit of the day. If you've got varicose veins, pay attention. We got one for you. Uh, what about the pneumonia that's happening for kids? Uh, is this another Chinese escapee or is this another uh, just more germ theory alarmism that doesn't acknowledge the role of the law of the terrain? Uh, Karen Schoen, for the first time on the Robert Scott Bell Show, is going to be joining us. She's a real patriotic American, and she's got a number of uh, websites linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com, americaoutloud.news, and more. And we'll cover a whole lot of ground today uh, as we uh, crank it up toward the homeopathic hit. And then let's see, what else we got? You ever heard of Socrates? Socrates, yes, the great philosopher. Don't you wonder if he would have been banned today? I'm betting he would, just like us. We got that and a whole lot more on the Robert Scott Bell Show. RobertScottBell.com slash listen. As we head on into the weekend, you got to come through us. But, hey, it's a good ride. We're going to have a great time. Thank you for being here. Tell your friends. Wave hello in the chat room, and we'll get started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, we're heading into the weekend, and it's going to be amazing. I think so, uh, because we're heading into next week's exciting adventures in Colombia, South America, with the uh, Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat, with a lot of our friends that are going to be there and. Uh, we'll invite you in, too, uh, via the broadcast. It'll be special early. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But as we head to the weekend, also looking forward already to my Sunday conversation with Reverend David Allen Carmichael. But for now, we've got a lot to do before we get there. It is the 1st of December, 2023. Amazing. It's also known as World AIDS Fraud Day. I call it HIV Fraud Day. And why? You'll get to that. Bobby Russell's going to come back after many years uh, to talk about a little bit of that, get some updates in hour two. Uh, in the first hour, though, we've got Karen uh, Schoen joining us, and she's got America Out Loud and a lot more, a great patriot. So we'll uh, uh, chat about a lot of good things, a lot of empowering things. But first up, are you concerned about the the next escape? What am I talking about? Is it an escapee from China that's infecting young people around the world with something called white lung or pneumonia? It's happening in Europe. Do we see and hear and sense the same playbook manifesting now towards children? Remember, some had said the reason why there wasn't a bigger panic over COVID is because it wasn't affecting the children and they needed something that would impact the children. And in that way, everybody would freak out and get them injected too. Is this a ploy? Is this a play to have that done, to target our children for termination like they did everybody else with COVID injections. And yeah, that's still happening big time in a bad way. There's still repercussions and we'll still continue, we'll, we'll continue to cover here ways to remedy for those that did get the injection because 
I don't think it's a lost cause. I know some people do, but if you're open to it, if you're sincere, there are ways to undo or mitigate some of the damage and live a long, healthy life. That's my intent in bringing that power to heal back to you where it belongs. Now, the Daily Mail is reporting as we open today's show on New Massachusetts. Uh, now, Massachusetts is saying it's being hit by a wave of pneumonia in children as Ohio County also issues this white lung warning after China and Europe saw surging cases and hospitalizations. Again, this to me smacks as fear porn propaganda to get parents everywhere to can be considering that, oh, it's another, it's the next wave, it's the next thing, but this time it's going to affect the kids. And remember that even as we acknowledge that there's reality in terms of people suffering illnesses, ailments, and symptoms that may very well be real, the cause is always in question. In fact, you know, the first wave of things that happened in COVID were impacting very elderly folks that were on multiple medications, suffering from many comorbidities, and then rounded up in, you know, places where they would be sure to affect one another negatively. And then they were put on ventilators, which killed them, or as the, the treatment schedule evolved to not treat them until they had no hope and give them rendezvous to kill their kidneys. So that the reality is the initial phase of it was just to frighten people enough to accept whatever mandate or prohibition about treatment that would be the thing that would ultimately bring on the demise. Until of course they have a quote unquote vaccine that they can bring into the four. Now, it starts reluctantly, as we've seen the playbook. Oh, it's not that. It's not China. It's not this. It's not that. And then they slowly go, oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Oh, it is. It's novel. It's new. It's an escapee. It's not. How much are they going to align themselves with the playbook we've just seen uh, over the last three years? Yet to be seen. But I don't want you to fall for it. I don't want you to fall for it. Now, the question of even what's going on in China with a wave of young people getting pneumonia-like symptoms, respiratory ailments or illnesses. Once again, remember in the winter months, the inversions, the intense pollution there in China, you know, and for all you greenies out there, and there's nothing wrong with being for a good or clean environment, but when you want communism to uh, make sure that happens, then you're out of your mind because communist China is the least green country on the planet right now putting up more coal-fired everything, you know, they can. They have limited uh, environmental regulations, if any at all. Not that centralized environmental regulations are that great here in America, as EPA is a, a captured agency as well. But we look at that as a, a, a factor or feature in causation. Again, toxicological burdens on top of whatever else these kids have been subjected to. Have there been seasonal flu shots? RSV vaccines? Uh, if they're old enough, are they getting COVID booster shots? Any number of these things on top of the abuse of their body from Halloween forward into the seasonal shift to excessive celebration of food that is loaded with additives, preservatives, colorings, flavorings, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, GMOs, antibiotics, heavy metals, etc. over the course of you know the Thanksgiving meal and all the cakes and pies that are not organic to eat for those that aren't going organic yet. All of these things impact the microbiome. Have these kids been on uh, antibiotics recently? Are they eating food that is desiccated in glyphosate, thus destroying 70% of their immune system by upending the home for the microbiome, much less the microbiome itself? All of these, these, these things leading to a plausible explanation for increased respiratory ailments, illnesses, including pneumonia, which I've argued pneumonia only happens after 
you've successfully perhaps or been challenged to overcome something called a flu or a cold. We're not getting into the cause of those at the moment in terms of virus, because that's in dispute. But you have a reality of what what was done during that time. Were they treated with non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs to reduce fever or Tylenol or, or anything like that? Acetaminophen or, or paracetamol, depending on where you're listening. Those things will uh, destroy liver function, weaken immunity, impact negatively digestive processes, both elimination and assimilation processes, resulting in what? Congested pathways of excretion, therefore, in even a successful immune intervention where a child has overcome a cold or a flu, now suddenly the debris from a successful immune battle, whether it be supported by natural substances externally or the natural immune response of the child, you now have congested pathways where you can't get rid of the debris through the liver and kidneys, out through the colon, for instance. And at that point, the body as an adaptation tool for excretion pathways will say, you know what? We can't get it out this way or that way. How about that way? What way might I say? The lungs, the normal path of ingestion, if you will, it's not really ingestion, it's inhalation, but you get the concept of inflow and outflow, air, oxygen, outflow, carbon dioxide, and other waste. Now suddenly the body goes, hey, we can't get it out through the liver and kidneys. Let's use the lungs. It's another escape route. And so compensatory redundant systems go, lungs, here you go. Take on the mucus, take on the debris, take on the fluids. And that becomes a breeding ground for secondary infections often bacterial or otherwise, that then they hit you with more antibiotics or steroids or who knows what else they do to suppress immunity, creating a disastrous scenario where even children are now leaving their mortal coils because they're once again killed by the well-doers, the, the, the uh, uh, medical morons with licenses to kill through suppression and toxicological burdens that they add through the drugging, even if they mean well, the reality is we're seeing more of that manifest in young people, respiratory issues, whether it be uh, around the country from China in Europe or in the United States. And by the way, some of these cases were in Ohio. Anybody remember what happened in Ohio in the last year? East Palestine, a massive dump of toxic poisons from that train derailment on top of airborne issues when they burned it up. All of these things wreak havoc on the immune system, especially of children who are much more vulnerable to these exposures than even adults. And so plausible explanation is something that I've always provided for you, yet uh, in the initial wave I go back of COVID, it only harmed or killed or threatened the oldest and weakest and infirm among us and then expanded to everybody else due to a lack of allowable treatment, even with safer drugs. And then the rounding up, the hospitalizations, the remdesivir to kill the kidneys and the ventilators, et cetera. And then they roll out the shot that has a longer term, but nonetheless devastating impact as we see all cause mortality up in all those folks that have gotten it. Undeniably at this point, I know that they, you know, will we'll do uh, all kinds of gymnastics and contortions to try and say, we don't know what it is, but we know it's not the shot. We know it's not the injection. Well, there are a bunch of deceptive liars or again, idiots, morons. They can't learn or won't learn, or they're purposefully engaged in nefarious schemes and plots to weaken our health, to diminish the population of planet earth because they want to own and control you. And it's easier to own and control fewer people on the planet than there's too many, as they say. 
despite the fact there's an abundance of an ability to feed the people of planet Earth, if we went back to organic agriculture and everybody was growing food everywhere, not just through CAFO or factory farms. These are things not discussed, except unless they can tie it into globalism and communism as a way to say, we'll save you if you all live in a 15-minute city, own nothing, and be happy. And then, of course, social credit scores will be tied to central bank digital currencies, tied to your unique medical identifiers and or taxpayer identification numbers, social security numbers, for instance, to track you online through apps, et cetera, much less implants if they can get away with it. CBDCs, you go, oh, I'm not going to do that because, hey, I'm smart. I'll use cash. Until your neighborhood stores do not accept it, not because they don't want your cash, but the cash you have is worth nothing because it's printed by the Federal Reserve, backed by nothing. There are no, it's not federal, there are no reserves. Read the creature from Jekyll Island. And then I would consider in integrating something like goldbacks into your daily regimen. These have gold in them. They're not reliant on you trusting a banker or somebody that has the gold on deposit that you can, on the bearer on demand, we will give you the gold. No, the gold is in the note and it makes gold spendable for everyday items. One gold back is about 420 right now at retail level. And it's like foreign currency exchange. It's already legal tender in five or six states and growing. That's just another consideration for you to break free of the stranglehold that you have because you've been an unwitting participant in the globalization through numbering people, kids, adults, anybody, like cattle, so that they can be owned and controlled by the international bankers or even more nefarious players of the Luciferian variety. So what can we do? The homeopathic hits of the day, we've hit a lot of lung remedies, a lot of liver remedies, a lot of blood-focused remedies. Any or all of those can be helpful. Nebulizing the bioactive silver hydrosol. How about some Sovereign Silver or Argentin 23? Carry it with you everywhere you go. How about some Sovereign Copper? How about some Selenium? How about some Folium? Folium products, foliumpx.com to counteract the inordinate amount of oxidative stress from toxic environmental burdens, both ionizing and non-ionizing radiation and heavy metals. We have the tools to help you. You have access to them. If you're new to the Robert Scott Bell Show, just come on over to robertscottbell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It's very simple. Text RSB to 66866. Text RSB to 66866, and you'll be prompted to enter your email address. It is that simple. And you'll be plugged into all the things that we utilize here, recommend, and that will support your health. Bring that power to heal back where you belong or prevent. Now, there's so much more that I want to tell you, and I don't have time, even though I'm on two hours plus a day, five days a week, and an additional Sunday conversation hour uh, every every Sunday, of course. So please stay connected with us. You can become a patron supporter. Super Don has now added the homeopathic hits. He's in the beginning process of doing it. Not only, well, those are free for everybody. The PDFs downloads for every homeopathic hit we do, every remedy. But we had a request from some of our patron supporters, one in particular. Thank you for that. Uh, to make the five-minute segment available as a video as, as well, directly outside of the show. If you're a patron supporter, you will now have access to that, first and foremost, to make it easy for you to review. Because even though we have the written version, hearing it is something that helps. And I can talk about some other adjunct remedies as well. So take advantage of that. 
and uh, become a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. And we have our Zoom monthly AMA meetings, and you can access those that have already transpired, even if you join today. You're not going to miss out on those, and you can be part of them in the future. So with that, let's uh, bring on our first guest from uh, AmericaOutloud.news. She's a patriot, talk radio host, marketing consultant, journalist, advocate, and citizen lobbyist, and public speaker. I can't constrain what she does in Florida. Amazing things, and more than that. And she's got a number of sites. We've got them all linked up, including her newsletter through Karen Schoen, S-C-H-O-E-N.substack.com. Karen, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be on the show with you, and you're just hitting all the great targets, and I just hope everybody's listening because that's our biggest problem. Yeah, People you're right, like, Karen. It just goes right over, and they just fluff it off as, oh, another thing, and they're not taking it seriously, and we really need to take what they say seriously because when they say, we want you dead, that's exactly they mean what it. they need. Yeah, if, they want, if, they, if someone tells you they want to do harm to you or kill you, believe them, believe them, and act accordingly, protect yourself. And that's what you do, of course. You're a member of the media, as I am, although it's considered new media, talk radio and otherwise. And uh, another thing I would ask people to do is you, when you find out about what Karen's doing and you like it, share it. Don't just hog it all to yourself. Don't assume everybody knows Karen or knows me. Share it because this is how we can spread this information of empowerment, even though some of the stuff we talk about is probably pretty scary. I've been scared in my life about some of this stuff, but I'm not operating in fear. I got to operate in a way that encourages people to recognize their divinity, their connection to the divine that gives them strength and guidance and wisdom to navigate through a lot of propaganda. You're absolutely right. And, you know, one of our biggest problems is the fact that conservatives focus so much on individualism, we forget to share. I used, When I was teaching, I used to say, you don't work and play well with others. And that's our big problem. We are all out there doing our own thing. And yes, it's patriotic. And yes, it's wonderful. But we don't want to share with anybody. And that's what we need to do. And this is one of the clues that we should be taking from the left because they share everything. Oh, don't they? They work yeah. in unison. They work together. They never go against their own. And unfortunately, the Republicans will sit and they'd rather divide up the Republicans than say, who's our real enemy? They'll look at it inward instead of outward. Mm -hmm. And as long as we keep on doing that, that's our big problem. Well said. Sharing is not communism. In freedom, sharing is optimal. It's something that benefits us. We, we find ways to get along with one another when we find out we're more alike and we have more in similar than we have that divide us. And that's the artificial div dividing that occurs by those that want to own and control us through fear. How often are we going to fall prey to the next afraidy kind of virus thing that they're going to tell us about rather than recognizing the degradation environmentally that is not going to be corrected by centralizing bureaucracy and giving more power to the EPA? We've got more you know, regulatory capture than we can deal with already. But by making better choices, by refusing to participate in things that are harmful to us, but that means we have to live a little bit differently and it may be uncomfortable as we break bad habits. Right. And we also need to challenge them. We don't do that either. They make a statement and we go, oh, my goodness, how awful. Instead of saying, where did that come from? Show me where. Someone called me a racist and I said, oh, would you please show me where? Give me an example of where I was a racist. Um, uh, 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 you're a racist and you're a fascist. And I would say, oh, really? And what is a fascist? And they would go, um, 
uh, well, you must be one. Yeah. So we don't challenge them, and that's our Another big problem that I have, we are uh, we are so tolerant. We have learned tolerance to the umph degree, and we are so tolerant that we let them do ridiculous things like talking pronouns instead of real words. And this <laughs> yeah, is, a, this is wow. a, a big problem that we have mm -hmm. as as a teacher. Um, I can only say over and over again: if you don't ask the hard who, what, where, when, and why questions, you're not gonna go anyplace. We can't accept anymore. We have mm -hmm. to show them for who they are, liars, cheats, and thieves. Mm -hmm. and that's exactly who they are. And they need to stop stealing from us, but they're not gonna stop stealing because we're giving. So as long as we continue to give them the power, they will continue to eat it up. We have to stop giving it to them. Power is a great thing, we control it. It's mm -hmm. our power, we have to stop giving it away keep it for ourselves, use it for ourselves, and make America great. A house that is built on cement will stand. A house that's built on sand will crumble. And that's what they are driving at. They have to take America. And remember, uh, I remember when they used to say, oh, we're going to level the playing field. And I used to think, isn't that a wonderful thing? We're going to, everybody's going to come up to the level of America. Everybody will be brilliant. Countries will be fabulous. We will innovate, create, do so many wonderful things. And that's not what they meant. They meant level the playing field was to bring America down to a third world country and just be like all the other countries in the world. Nothing special. And what do we need borders for? That's where that comes from. We don't need borders if we're nothing special because everybody will be the same living under the edicts of the United Nations. Won't that be wonderful? Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, but Karen... <laughs> You are uh, uh, recognizing as well as I read about you, and we have links up, including one of the sites uh, is uh, goflca.org, and it's Florida Citizens Alliance. And you're you're hitting uh, uh, you know the the target that needs to be hit. That is, how are we indoctrinating our children to hate America, to believe that there's no such thing as uh, you know a male or a female anymore, and that you could be fluid between them and decide what you want, and more. Uh, you know the concept that. Uh, uh, you know, if, if you excel at something, suddenly you have to be taken down uh, and made less than mediocre, in fact, and just be one of the, uh, you know, the, the masses, if you will, in a, a collectivist ideology. And so is this something you've acknowledged with this uh, this group that you're working with? Absolutely. We focus the Florida Citizens Alliance focuses heavily on education. And the first thing that we did was recognize that we had no idea what they were teaching the kids in school. And we got a bill passed that said that any Florida resident can review the textbooks. And we started doing that. And we found unbelievable, horrific uh, things in there that were totally derogatory to America, totally opposite of what America was all about. And unfortunately, what they were doing was propagandizing and uh, indoctrinating in communism. In 19, I think it was 89, a woman by the name of Shirley McCune uh, went to the Governor's Association. Bill Clinton was the president of the Governor's Association, and George Bush, 41, was president of America. And she said that we have to change our world transform. And what we have to do is 
eliminate individualism and teach collectivism, eliminate facts and teach values, and then, of course, train our children to work because that's what is the most important thing. And then they started talking about the kids as though they were human capital. And that's where all of this began to evolve. And then of course, with affirmative action, I am 100% sure that we are being run by affirmative action graduates. And what is affirmative action? We have lowered the standards, we've lowered the bar so much that Two plus two is now 24 if I feel like it that day. And that's impossible. This yeah. really started when we took God out of school and stopped reciting the pledge. And why were we doing that? Well, the pledge, we're pledging to our creator, God, and saying, you are the one that gives us our rights. Well, communists say, uh-uh, uh-uh, government gives you your rights. And we can't have you saying the pledge because we want you to think that America is a democracy. And in the pledge, we are pledging to the republic for which it stands. So you can't be a republic and a democracy. And that's another thing that we should be correcting all the time. I, when I was running for office, my opponent came and he said, Karen, you're spreading American democracy throughout the county. And I said, oh, really? I hope not. Mm -hmm. And he said, why? And I said, you're running for office. You should know that we're a republic. And there's a big difference between a republic and a democracy. But the kids don't know. And what they are doing is they are being indoctrinated into a belief that shows only the bad of America. And therefore, America can be the blame for everything. So therefore, it has to be transformed. It has to be changed. It has to be made into something uniquely different. If we, of course, taught the good and the bad of America, that's the idea of education, is that you get you learn both sides you filter through logic, reason, and critical thinking and come out with what you feel will be the best program for you. And then you go and you expand upon it. When was the last time we ever heard anybody say, think outside the box? You're not allowed <laughs> well, to right think here, outside the box. We do that the all box. the time, Karen. Uh, and you know, uh, to your point, critical thinking is something that has been uh, basically drummed out of uh, scholastic, uh, you know, uh, curricula, if you will, in government indoctrination centers, aka public schools. But many private schools have adopted these things and have gone woke, uh, have taken these things that are promoted by globalists and communists in terms of collectivist ideology. And as you, you point out, they, they have uh, bred a hatred of our country from within. And I don't think a country can survive another generation or two that hates it because what, what, what do you stand for? Anybody wants to do anything to the country, what do you care? You're not going to defend it because you hate it. That is a recipe for the, the demise of, of the republic. And to your point as well, the Constitution guarantees a republican form of government. And that's true with every state constitution as well. So it's not nitpicking to say that we're not a democracy. It's annoying to me every time I hear Republicans, Democrats, Independents, Libertarians, and they all say, oh, yeah, democracy. No, stop it. That's not it. Uh, you know what a democracy is? It's too well, you've heard this, two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner, but from a holistic health standpoint, it's two oncologists and a homeopath voting on how to treat your cancer. That's not what you <laughs> yes, want. No, absolutely not at all. And the alliance focuses on homeschool. 
And to me, as a former teacher saying, get your kids out of those indoctrination clinics, masquerading as public schools is really an amazing thing to say because I was a public school advocate until I realized what public school was doing. And now I am a firm believer in homeschool. It is the only way that we can uh, challenge what they're doing especially because everything is based on money. And I don't know if people realize, but when you send your child to school, that attendance gives that school district the money that they need. So if you withheld your child from school, not only would they be smarter, and that's a fact, uh, 30% better educated are homeschool kids, but you would also be depleting their budget. And the only way they're going to listen to you is when you withhold money. So this is the easiest, best way to withhold money. We have a wonderful program. It's called the Micro School. And that is where a collaboration of parents who are homeschooling will come together maybe once or twice a week. And if you're proficient in one topic and another parent is proficient in another, you get to share. Imagine that word. You get to share that information with other students and the education that's coming out of homeschooling, I think is phenomenal. And I think that if more people did it, uh, we would have a better opportunity. I think right now the numbers are up to about 15% of the population is now homeschooling. We need it to be much higher than that. And that's the easiest way to stop this affirmative action indoctrination of our, of our kids. Karen, the uh, website we also have up here, tell me if this is the right one, wethekids.us. It's uh, One Nation Under God, Patriotic Adventures. I mean, this is where uh, families are getting support, some more homeschool curricula type support. This is a program that is teaching the kids uh, journalism, truth oh, okay. in journalism. And it's based on a book by a woman by the name of Lydia Nuttall. And the book is called forgotten American stories. Um, I began to realize that our kids have no heroes. Their heroes are animated characters. You can't base your life. We, we learned to become a something by reading about others who had done things like that. And we take what they did and said, oh, my goodness, uh, George Washington never tell a lie. I'm not going to tell a lie either because he's my hero and I'm going to do that. You can't do that when your heroes are animated figures. So this book shows what some of the wonderful heroes we have in America. And then Judy Lane, who happens to be the president, has arranged for a radio show in Philadelphia on Saturday morning. And they discuss this and the children interview the hero and learn how to become journalists. So it's really a phenomenal program. We're gonna be working with the sheriffs, with uh, Sheriff Mack and uh, the kids will be intro introducing and will be interviewing sheriffs from around the country, learning about America that way. So they're learning about America by actually doing something, not just reading from a book. So it, it's a wonderful program, and I hope people will get involved. Excellent. And I would add, because uh, a friend of mine, his birthday may in fact be today, Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center. 
Uh, that's another great resource for all of us, adults and young people alike, to recognize the role of the Constitution in limiting a, a, a you know a strong-arming federal bureaucracy that has unlimited power. Uh, when they are not constrained by the Constitution, uh, then the people and the states have to act accordingly to limit the power of the federal government that is hard-pressed to, even within the judiciary, limit its own power, even if you win. I've, I've talked about a number of cases where um, good guys have won against the bad guys in government, and yet the government still does what it does. And that's why my good friend Jonathan Emord, who's beaten the FDA back a world record eight times, is running for the United States Senate in Virginia to defeat Tim Kaine, the Hillary Clinton lackey BP prep candidate. So, uh, Karen, if you don't already know about Jonathan Emord, I would urge you to interview him and let people know about him, because if he gets in in Virginia, he can shore up the, the few that are there that believe in the Constitution and limited constitutional government. Well, that's what, exactly what we need, and I'd love to meet him, and I'd love to interview him, because these are the people that we need. We have to step up to the plate. This is the time when we, the, the citizens of America, the American-loving citizens who believe in America and believe in the American dream, need to step up and say, okay, I'm not going to let some lackey who would rather trash my country and trash my child's future, trash my future. It's not just your child's future, it's what's going on today. Um, and this is such a big, important issue. Uh, and unfortunately, um, we have to look and take a hard look at our election process because that is a total disaster. And if we're gonna get any place, that's a state issue. And sometimes we have to step back and say, I'm not going to pay attention to what the federal government is doing because I can't. I'm going to see what's going on in my local community because mm -hmm. I can control what's in my local community. I can make a message in my local community. So sometimes we can't, there's nothing we can do. They will do what they want to do. They are guided by their donors and there's nothing we could do about that at this moment except make the right choices and vet our candidates very carefully. But one of the things that I discovered when doing this, and I was working with a group called Defend Florida, we're working on election integrity. Um, in Florida, there is a law, and in most states, there's a law that says you must be a citizen in order to vote. That's wonderful. Isn't that terrific? You have to be a citizen in order to vote. Imagine that. But they never check. They don't check to see if you're a citizen. So if I want to go and I'm an illegal and I want to go and register to vote, all I have to do is put a little X in the box that says, are you a citizen? And nobody's going to ask me for proof. How does that work? Well, that's why we got in the mess that we're in. So we, the people, have to pay attention to our local elections, to our local communities, and to our state. And if you don't have your state representative and your local representatives on the speed dial on your phone, then you're not doing a good job. We right. need to correct them when they're wrong and, and uh, say wonderful and praise them when they're right. They're Karen, uh, work for your, us. your show, and again, we have you linked up. We have your Substack linked up, et cetera, and AmericaOutloud.news. Is that the place to listen to your broadcast? How often is it on? Is it on? How long? When? That kind of thing? 
Uh, my show is The Prism of America's Education. It's on Saturday and Sunday at 7 in the morning and 9 in the evening on the America Out Loud News Network. And it is also followed up as a podcast on my website, which is Karen B. Shown. Uh, believe it or not, somebody took the name Karen Schoen and wanted me to pay $150. So I said, I'll be Karen B. Schoen this time. Right. So uh, I, it's KarenBshone.com. You can find my articles there. I also write for uh, News with Views and for the Miami Independent and several other news newsletters and newspapers. Um, but my Substack is where you can find me, and that's where I am highly opinionated. Uh, no, I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so, I like your opinions. They're really uh, validated by historical and uh, constitutional context. And, uh, you know, uh, we, as much as we, you know, we promote the, uh, let's say, a spiritual uh, origin point, acknowledge it for America, we're not working to establish a theocracy. That would be counterproductive because we left that. Our founders and those that came before us said, you know what? You don't want a king, queen, or emperor telling you how to worship God or not. Uh, and, and that's what's, again, unique about America in establishing spiritual freedom as a foundation as well. And that is lost. Certainly it's lost in a communist, godless state. Uh, but the idea of being for, uh, you know, a spiritual renaissance is not about establishing one religion over another because that is a disaster. You might like it when your guy is in charge. That's your same faith. But, hey, that doesn't last. And somebody else comes in now. How, how do you deal with it? Our founders were wise enough to realize that freedom is the fundamental philosophy that starts and, and, and motivates us here. And any and anybody that says freedom is the problem is the problem. Uh, because they don't they don't understand that it's, you know, tyranny, it's centralized bureaucracy and, and, and empowering those who would be uh, purchased, influenced either unduly due to their ability to be bought or compromised in some way that would do the things that we see in our government uh, that are su extraordinary violations of the Constitution, the limitation that's placed on the people in government and government itself, not the people in their freedom. Well, one of the things I think we should be doing is holding the people who put their hand on the Bible and say and pledge an oath to the Constitution and have absolutely no idea what it is, what it means, never read it, and are totally in opposition to it. So again, as you said before, they are lying to us and it's our job to call out those lies. It's our job to say, no, you're not gonna be a representative. How can you be a representative if you are totally, if you're a communist? Why do we have communists in our government? I think we have something like 82 card carrying members of the communist party in our government when they have absolutely no desire they want to trash the constitution right. so how can they pledge an oath to the constitution they can't and that's part of our problem for electing them and for letting them fool us yeah listen if they want to have a belief in communism or socialism that's freedom you get to believe that all you want but if you take an oath to uphold the constitution you're in violation of that oath if you believe in or a card-carrying member or promoting communism, socialism, collectivism, and that, you know, Jonathan Emore talks about that as well. And I think people overlook that baseline. We could remove folks from office that don't belong there based on the violation of that fundamental oath. That is just, if, if at anything, it's paid lip service to at this point. 
Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I think one of the, the things that I always tell people is this four sentences that are, I feel, really of utmost importance to understand this. Everything that they're doing is connected. There is nothing that they do that's random. Everything has a plan, and all their plans are based on lies. So if you know that up front, and it's coming out of their mouth, you know they're lying, so don't accept it. We don't have to accept their lies. We have to call them out and show them that they're wrong, but there is no place that says you have to accept when they lie to you. And when they tell you exactly as you said, that they are pledging an oath to uphold the Constitution and they do something that's totally in opposition to the Constitution, it's our job to say, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's where the Tenth Amendment comes in, because there is your nullification, the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. The government has a very, very small role. They have 18 powers, and all they are supposed to do is protect us, which they're not doing. They're giving away America. So how are they upholding the Constitution? They're lying, and we know that. And yeah. we can even tell, because everything they do is what they call projection. They will tell us we're doing that when they, in fact, are doing that. And that's what, how we have to think. So every time they open their mouths, we've got to go, OK, what's 180 from that one? Because we know that that's wrong. And that's what they're doing. So mm -hmm. stop accepting their lies. Stop accepting and stop being tolerant. Like that's mm -hmm. part of, I guess, the political correctness. When that came in place, uh, we were taught. We used to be taught of to be the silent majority. Well, stop being the silent majority. That was a lie also. Yeah. We, have to, we have to talk. We have to be the ones that say, no, we're not going to Speak do up that. and share the message and share these uh, stories as well as share folks like Karen who are speaking out in this way uh, through a uh, new media, as well as our Substack and the websites that we have linked up today in the show notes at robertscatbell.com. Uh, Karen, do you have an event that you're speaking at in public that people can attend or is it everything online right now for you? Right now, everything is online. I will be doing some uh, speaking in the uh, 2024 uh, season. I just do not know what the schedule is at the moment. I know I'll be in Central Florida. I used to travel all over the country um, because of Zoom and that I guess uh, more people are doing that. A lot of it has to do with expense. It's very expensive now and for groups to, I, I would prefer to be in front of them in person, but I fully understand and it's expensive for everyone. So we've been doing a lot of Zoom conferences. I'll be doing one this coming, uh, the 12th of December to uh, a JBS group in Pensacola, Florida. Um, but the good thing about the good and the bad, uh, I wish it was something other than Zoom because uh, mm -hmm. they are not my favorite. But the good is that we can invite as many people as we want so anyone can see it from any place. And that's one of the wonderful things about your show and about uh, the, the radio show that uh, I get calls from uh, calls and emails and letters from people who are all over the world saying, you know, it's going on in America, but it's also going on in Belgium. It's mm -hmm. also going on in Argentina of all places. And yeah. what a wonderful thing right now. Argentina woke up and 
Hopefully Javier Millet will be able to do something and maybe Canada will get rid of Trudeau and they'll be able to do something also. So yeah, there the is hope. The goes very deep, Karen, and I appreciate you covering it so well. And I hope everybody here in the Robert Scott Bell Show audience uh, stays connected with you and your good works. And uh, you're welcome back anytime or if anything I do to help you let me know. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate what you're doing. And I certainly am going to take your information and tell people that uh, absolutely they need to beef up their health because you're not going to be able to fight what's going on if you're not healthy. And you got that right, Karen. Most Amen to that. So y'all take care of that temple you've been given. That's the life you have inhabiting this body while you're here. Care for it more than the government cares for it because they're not caring for it. They're trashing it. If you believe all their lies about what you are supposed to do in monopoly to care for it, which is not, it's, it's, it's another layer of deception, Karen, and you know it, but Karen, thank you for being on board. Everybody check her out again. America, we got all the links. If you can go to the re- website today, robertscottbell.com link to America news, her show and many other great shows of people who love freedom are brave enough to speak out about it. And alike, Karen are not hiding in fear. And I thank you for that. Another great example. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you, Karen. Appreciate it. The Robert Scott Bell Show on two hours a day, five days a week, an additional hour or more now with the Sunday conversations as well. Uh, We're going to enter our 25th year in broadcast healing uh, in the coming calendar year, 2024. Amazing. And they said it wouldn't last. I don't know who said that, but I didn't listen to them, obviously. Maybe they whispered in Super Don's ear, but he didn't listen either. And we're still going strong. Thanks to all y'all for being here. And remember, uh, if if things feel a little too big, a little too, uh, let's say, awesome and not in a good way. I mean, like, oh, man, they got too much power. Remember that you have the power when you connect with the source of all healing, all wisdom, all power and all love that which created you. And I realize in this audience, there's a wide variety of beliefs in that there may even be people that don't believe in it, but I'll continue and encourage you to find that and and, and nourish that relationship with the most divine uh, that gives life to all of us. And in that way, we can overcome things that are seemingly insurmountable. The obstacles like a government so large that it pretends it can give you everything you want. And of course, big enough then to take away everything you need. So be careful about giving away that power that comes from a creator far higher and greater and deeper and more righteous than government. And that's, uh, again, the message here, always one of empowerment, not uh, fear mongering. Even if we can acknowledge there are some things from time to time that can be looking pretty scary. Remember, that's your signal to come back to the source of all healing, of all wisdom, of all the power. That is the love that dissolves the fear. When there is fear creeping in, that is my signal. If it, if it creeps into me that I am off the mark, I've drifted away from that deep relationship to the most holy God. However you perceive that, again, that's for you to determine. But uh, I'll, I'll always try to inspire that you'll go back to that relationship that, that supersedes and dissolves the fear that the, the bad guys, the Luciferians, want you to live in. And uh, we, as you know, don't play that game here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, what else we got? I know we got a homeopathic hit, Super Don. We've got a little bit of time here. It was uh, great to connect with Karen for the first time. She was terrific, uh, a real patriot. I appreciate her her word, her messages as well, very aligned with what we do here. Yes, sir. Indeed. It's Friday. Can you believe it? I I, I, I can hardly believe it. I, did, I just, did you see the picture I showed you of what happened uh, overnight here? No. 
I didn't see it yet. Can you show you didn't it? See that? Oh my gosh! Look at that snow. Look at that crap. Did was that <laughs> this morning before they swept it, or did they even? Yeah, yeah. You know, know, I got up. You know, I get up at five and I take yeah. the dogs out and I. I went out there and there was a little bit of snow on the on the steps, so I kind of swept them, swept the you know the steps off, mm-hmm. and they they did their business and yeah. came back in and and this was I don't know a couple hours later it just just dumped. Do they do their business in the snow or do they do it on your porch and you have they to do it in up? the snow? Okay, and then I worry about it later. Later, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say the backyard is not a recreational area for anybody. Oh my gosh! But, it's um, gone to the dogs, super dogs. Yeah, it's gone to the dogs. Yeah. So oh anyway, we got our first real snow mm-hmm. uh, today, which you know is fitting. December first. Yeah. That yeah, it's Friday, but it's December first, dude. How did this happen? We're almost to the end of 2023. Oh my gosh! I, I just, Whew. I don't even I know, know how, how it happens. I know. Well, it's listen, crazy. Thank you all for being a part of this great journey and. Yeah, I'm excited. It's like heading into the the new year for us. It's you know, it's kind of a milestone. Twenty five years in broadcast. Twenty five years. What, what do we? I mean, we got to do something. Do, do you do you have it down to like a month and a day? No, no, I don't. I, oh. I got to look back. Talk to mom because you know she was there when we started in 1999 as Jumpstart Your Health in Atlanta on WGU. You got to try and narrow it down a little bit. Yeah. What month was it? Right. Yeah. Can say the exact. I just don't remember. It's you know. All right. I'm not good at like those kind of things. I, I you know, uh, I get married on July 4th so I can remember that there's a holiday and it's more than that. There's something special. Oh yeah, it's our anniversary, <laughs> right? Um, you know, Do you, are like, are you like are you like most guys where you just kind of like oh, I, I can never ever ever allow myself to ever forget the day i've got to like write it down tattoo it to my wrist or so you know so it's like you you know and you ever have like those moments where you're like oh shoot what day is it what day yeah is it? oh I what is it, it? Oh I mean, you're like going through your facebook okay when well oh wait, when did it say on their happy anniversary well as we god get my, older the the memory yeah. you know type thing thank god my wife is very forgiving of me and 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 knows where my head's at a lot That's of the time right. and uh you know <laughs> it's like that, you know, having a great support system like that <laughs> to, to, to be very, very, as I say, forgiving in, in the things that just, yeah, they don't cross my consciousness as often as they might m- maybe should, yeah. uh, you know, we're always trying to be out here saving the world or, or helping people, you know, and, and you forget, Hey, wow, well, we got an anniversary coming up, but I, I usually remember that. It's just yeah. uh, July 4th. And then my daughter comes along and steals the thunder. And yeah, you got it. You got it, dude. You got it easy. Yeah. July fourth. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. How can you forget that? Yeah, it's true. You That's can't true. forget. That. Although we filed the covenant uh, earlier than that for you know because we didn't get a marriage license, as you know. Mm. And uh, by the way, heads up on Sunday's broadcast. If you ever wanted to know deeper what wh- why I believe what I believe regarding numbering people like cattle, uh, Reverend David Allen Carmichael joining us again. He's been on before, but we're going to go into depth on that. I think you will be. Uh, uh, you, you will get it in a way that you probably haven't before about why I believe what I believe. Now, I'm not saying you have to believe it, too. He's not saying that either. But I think you might find some level of inspiration and even explanation where, you know, you might be scratching your head. So I, I think it's going to be a great Sunday conversation coming up. And that's heading into uh, Monday. We'll have a, a, a broadcast archive because it'll be a travel day. Me and the kids are going to Colombia, the, the Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat for the week. Uh, along with Brian Artis and his wife, and I think Ed Group and his wife, and uh, I think Tim Ray is going to be there. Laban and Anna Ditchburn are going to be there. Are you tell it's going to be an amazing week. 
And uh, as we announced yesterday, the plan will be Tuesday through Friday of next week. Our show will be live very early compared to what it normally is. 10 a.m. Eastern time, 7 a.m. Pacific for Super Don. We'll be going live for two hours. That's the plan at this point based on the schedule at the Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat outside of Medellin or Medellin, depending on how you pronounce it, in Colombia uh, next week. All right. You're stealing yourself for those. I mean, you're an early morning riser, but it is. I'm already up for two hours at 7 a.m. It's just, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm very routine oriented. And so, like, Mm -hmm. if something screws up my routine, I get cranky. Yeah. So I had an excuse to go find a new pair of shorts. And it's a great time to get them in the middle of winter when they're on clearance. Oh, yeah. I found a really nice pair for dirt cheap. Uh, and also a new swimsuit. So, cause we're going to be in a pool. Apparently it's, it's equatorial, although it's not going to be kick, cooking hot. It's up at 7,000 feet, but y'all, I, I don't know if we have a, a code yet, but for those of you who are interested and you'll be hearing more about it, if you want a retreat like that at mountains of hope, uh, we'll be able to get you a discount code as, as well for, for the future. But you know, you may, if you want to hold off and wait until you see what it's all about, I will be reporting on it next week. Uh, let's see what else we got, man. The history of December 1st, when we're live on December 1st, has been rife with amazing guests, you know, not the least of which our dearly departed friend Liam Sheff every year. We've had Celia Farbron. We've had Peter Duesberg. We've had uh, Christian Fiala. Let's see who else we had. Joan Shenton. Uh, my gosh, the names just go all over the map for the what we call the AIDS or HIV dissidents, those who dared to question the cause of what's an immune collapse, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. And that is uh, not caused by a retrovirus. And I know there's controversies abounding about isolation and, and realities, but even if you believe that it exists, the fact is it's not the cause. There are so many uh, mitigating factors in terms of destroying the immune system that you could blame anything. You can die of a yeast infection when you have no immune system. So uh, we're going to talk with Bobby Russell next hour. He was wrongly diagnosed as HIV positive. What did that mean? And the drugs he was put on and the death that was ensuing until he got wise to the, to the ruse and the Fauci thing and uh, went a different path. So we'll get an update from Bobby Russell. Also, the idea of censoring, it's not new. I think in the time of Jesus, they probably tried to censor him, the Roman Empire, as well as question about one of the greatest philosophers in history, Socrates. If he were alive today, would he be allowed to speak freely? Socrates. Socrates, yes. yes. Questions. Are you allowed to ask questions? No, only certain questions, as long as they don't uh, interfere with the narrative. And if y'all want to know what's near and dear to the bad guys, find out what you're not allowed to ask or challenge. You'll know what's important to them. They apparently don't care about flat earth because there's not much censorship going on about flat earth. But man, when it comes to certain topics, ooh, they can't allow it. Even to this day, as we still get messages from YouTube telling us that they banned our show again. How many times can you ban our show? <laughs> it's already been the platform. Uh, I still hope one day we can write a letter if we not have to sue them to say, give us our shows back. If you're not going to let us let them air them and we'll take them elsewhere. Uh, but uh also, again, quick thank you to... Are you wanting to do a what? homeopathic hit this hour? Uh, you know what? We're going to do it in the, in the hour two at this point. Oh, I, okay. I, I kind of drifted off in different thought forms with you. Okay. Just I don't checking. blame you. Just uh, we're going to hit just, it. Just checking. And, and again, Varicose Veins is on tap for the homeopathic hit of the day. And no, it's not Cuprum this time. And there's another one. It's not. There's always another one. Uh, but uh, shout out to Bobri Oren. Remember, he extended the 15% off deal, I think, through 
was it yesterday or today? I'm not even sure, but it might be available. Call them or go to foliumpx.com or send an uh, email info at foliumpx.com. And say, please, 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 please. Right? And maybe he'll stretch it if he needs to. You want to get 15% off or mention the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, let's see. What else uh, do we have to cover today? Uh, the Cyber uh, Week deals for Trinity School of Natural Health still going on through today. So take advantage of those as we wrap up, even uh, you know, even though we're into December today. Uh, if you want to take part in the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, the virtual one coming up February 18th and 19th, I think, or 17th, 18th, it's in the upcoming events tab as well. And we've got a number of upcoming events we'll be talking about as well. So next hour, uh, let's see, Bobby Russell we mentioned as well. Um, let's see, anything else to cover here? Man, so much going on, dude. And, and I really feel for you because of our early shows planned for next week. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Okay. No worries. I just got to shift things around a little bit. Yeah. Wake up and do an early morning zoo crew show of the Robert Scott Bell show. You know, that was my, that was my thing. Um, mm -hmm. But it, early on when I was, was wanting to get into radio, that was my inspiration mm -hmm. was the morning zoo type format. Um. Never got there, but, uh, and not that I'm complaining, but it's, it's a lot harder than it seems. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, you can't just like, oh, hey, we'll just be zany and funny on the radio. You know, it, it takes, yeah. it takes a certain type of knack to be able to pull mm -hmm. something like that off and have it not sound yeah. stupid. Yeah. But Leslie um, says there's quite a bit of flat earth censorship, but if that's the case, who's censoring it? Is it like my show, we censor it? Or is that what she means? Or yeah. is it government censorship? Well, look, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah. I, I ran into, actually, funny story. I don't know yeah. if I've told this story or not. I know I got no time in here, but, yeah, you know, when I was when, when I was doing, when I was putting together the uh, talknetwork.com, mm -hmm. uh, there was a, a guy, what was his name? He's one of the guys everybody talks about. Um, oh, what was his name? He's a flat earth guy, has a show. Yeah. Uh, Fooey. Anybody who's into flat earth would know who this guy is. He's one of the guys that say, you don't have to talk to this guy. Anyway, he had a show and he yeah. wanted to be on uh, on the network. Yeah. And he got some pushback mm -hmm. about being on the network. It's like, oh, we can't have a flat earth show on this network. People yeah. are going to think we're nuts. Mm -hmm. And I actually stood up for him. Yeah, because and, you're a man of integrity. And, 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 and it was just like, listen, yeah. if we could talk about all this other stuff, 9-11 yeah. and JFK and yeah. aliens and stuff like that, we can talk about Flat Earth on this. I mean, you can't right. sit there and say, no, you can't have a show. And so he ended up getting on the network. I, I don't agree with it, but, you know, it was like. Yeah, but you're a freedom of speech guy. Yeah. You live it, you believe it, you defend it, as do I. And that's the point. So if they're doing it at a governmental level, I'm not aware of it. Leslie says that YouTube pulled a lot of you, uh, flat earth stuff off. I, I don't know. Was it that or their disagreement also of, with Fauci? Right. I, I don't know the answer to it. But here we, we don't censor. We talk and we make light, make fun of all kinds of things because we can make fun of ourselves. So it's OK. We're good with that. And we love all y'all, whatever you believe, as long as you don't believe in you know, killing innocents. Uh, I think there's a, uh, you know, we draw the line there. I think that's a reasonable line to draw. Anyway, let's take a, a quick momentary top of the hour pause and be back with more powerful healing. Uh, Socrates, would he be censored today? We asked that question if we're allowed to. No, I'm not asking for permission where none is required because it's the Robert Scott Bell Show where the power to speak and heal is yours.
Scott Bell Show. We will hit the homeopathic hit of the day this hour. I kind of went blabbery and long in the first hour, so uh, it'll come up momentarily. Also, we want to talk about uh, freedom of speech, freedom of question, which seems to be a fundamental, basic, not only right, but uh, you know, almost an obligation. Question? Question authority. Be like George, uh, what was the comedian's name? Carlin? Yes? Question. They don't want people to question. They want you to only question enough to be maintain some level of obedience as to like, well, what time do you want me to show up? You know, that's the kind of question they'll have you. Yeah, you can ask that question, but nothing else. Well, here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, you're allowed to ask all the questions you want. You can believe as you want to believe. And the only thing, the line we just can't abide by is, you know, if you're taking efforts to violently impose your will or end the life of someone who's not trying to end your life in terms of self-defense. Seems pretty basic. The common the common law, the golden rule, that kind of concept. Not too complicated. Even a fourth grader could, could figure it out or will help them figure it out if they need help. But for those of you who uh, who love freedom, health, freedom, and healing liberty, this is the place to be. And I thank you for that. Uh, wrapping up our 24th year as we've entered December uh, 2023. It's the first of, and that's also known as World HIV AIDS Fraud Day. Why? We'll get to that with Bobby Russell this hour. But first up, before we do the homeopathic kit, just a little bit of a discussion on Socrates or Socrates. Uh, of course, had you ever heard the word Socrates uh, pronounced that way before Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I think that's where I first heard it. That that is where where I got it from. Yeah, very funny movie, dude. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Great, great movie, great movie. And actually, did the sequel wasn't too bad either. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah. I think they made a third one though. No, it's only been two. I think you're wrong. You think so? Yeah. There's been there three of them since yeah. there's been another one since the sequel. Yeah. They did a revisit really? later on. Yeah, check it out. I missed that one. Somebody look it up and tell tell us who's right, who's wrong, because it matters. I, it doesn't matter. I score. don't care. Every day we keep score. <laughs> well, like an improv game with the score doesn't mean anything. Uh, if we were alive today, this is a fascinating take. Bill Rice of Brownstone Institute. If we he were alive today, Socrates would be banned. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? Well, of course, because he would ask questions. Exactly. I mean, and he, but, he would ask questions about anything and everything because that's what it was all about. It used to be anyway. What is the Socratic method? It led to the scientific method. That's right. The whole idea of you can't question science is so patently unscientific, it's embarrassing that Fauci and Hotez and others like him get, get away with it. They're still considered scientists. They're anything but scientists when they say, well, you can't ask questions about that. It's already a consensus belief system because they want a cult-like devotion. They're not scientists. They're, they're, they're cult leaders. And, and so, um, you know, if we think about Socrates and the scientific method born of the Socratic method, I, I want to teach all kids. And if you got grandkids, Super Donna, you're probably teaching them when you can. Hey, it's good to question, even though, well, the parents sometimes go, oh, my gosh, there's too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you get through that phase. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have that. Well, yeah, it, it depends. I, I, there's, there's a couple of different phases. Okay. Mm -hmm. You've got when, when they're little and they're just asking questions, why is the sky blue? Why, you know, blah, blah, you know, why, and you're why, like, why? eventually you just get to the point where you're like, just because it is. <laughs> okay. And then when they get a little bit older, then they turn into little attorneys. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. And they want to prove you wrong on everything. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and totally. then you just want to just, you know, shut up, kid. 
<laughs> but uh, how many times have I, have I said that to my kid? Get out of here, kid! You're bothering You're me. You're bothering me. Yeah. yeah. But it, but I seriously do encourage the questioning. Even you know it, it isn't disrespectful. I mean, there are certain times where you have a working order of something, and we talk about you know the military. That's why I would you know not be good in the military. I I, I don't follow orders blindly, right? Uh, and and that's what they need for that so-called disciplinary uh, uh, you know mechanism to keep everything going the same direction. But there are certainly uh, times in life, more often than not, when questions can save your life. Like, how about questioning the COVID injection? But what about? Did you do this? Is it that? Is it no? no, can't ask any of that. If you ask it, you're anti-science. You want to kill grandma. That's what we saw. Censorship is unfortunately alive and well at a time where the medical industrial complex, the medical monopoly, pharmaceutical church, all of that has gained monopoly status over the lives of people of planet Earth in many places through public health, World Health Organization trying to get their thing going so they can control every every country in the response to phony pandemics or pandemics that aren't really what they say they are, for instance. And so uh, Super D, again, questioning everything. People can question round earth and flat earth here. I don't, I mean, look, I want you to ask questions and let it lead you to dig deeper and deeper until you come to your conclusions. And, you know, maybe it's a lot for me to ask of somebody to maintain an open mind in the, you know, when you think it's patently obvious, fill in the blank. Uh, as much as I know stuff, I know there's a lot of stuff I don't know. And I want to maintain that level of humility. And I have my wife and super Don in case I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, look, um, it's good. It's it, like you said, it's good to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You would keep bringing up the flatter thing. And it's like, cause you know, you, we've, we've talked about that on the show a few times. Mm -hmm. David Weiss, by the way, was the name of the guy okay. that had the flatter show. He's one right. of the guys that is an expert on radio and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, if somebody said to you, Robert, you know, you realize the earth is flat, right? And what do I say? Well, eh, you have a perspective that I might not agree with. And then they'll say, well, you haven't looked into it enough. Well, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. And it may be unsolvable un until each one of us goes up <laughs> high enough above the atmosphere. To you are, you are, so, you, you are such a Switzerland in, 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 in most cases. Well, look, some of the yeah. people like Leslie have a, a religious or biblical worldview that oh, yeah. interpret the firmament as oh, a flat yeah. earth. And, Again, not everybody of the same. Actually, she was the first one to point that out to me. I didn't realize. I hadn't heard yeah. that one before. Yeah. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> and then the earth, you know, on the eighth day, the yeah. God made the earth flat. I mean, it's like, wait, that's not in the Bible. But it was about interpretation of certain sure. things and stuff like that. So I get it. Well, and, and we got, look, we got into controversies of uh, reincarnation or not, right? And there are people that, you know, probably violently, if you will, disagree with me for even talking about it. I'm like, no, we can talk about stuff here. I'm not trying to convince you. And then the, you know, the argument against me talking about it is like, well, if somebody's, you know, not strong in their faith and they hear it, they might, well, look, that's the, the case for everything on planet Earth, unless you want to censor every. A position or perspective that might cause somebody to question their faith belief or whatever but faith needs to be tested and challenged it's part of how you get stronger in your faith or find out your faith is misplaced or displaced or find it or find it at all exactly yeah. so anyway questions would jesus be uh censored today oh absolutely. Oh, definitely well they censored look him what back they then. look what you know? they how they censored him right yeah exactly <laughs>
So what the can ultimate you knock and you find out what's important to those in power who want to maintain power or strengthen their stranglehold on power. Yep. So as I said, even if you disagree with me or others, uh, you would be in, I think, in a good place or space to defend the right of those you with whom you disagree to ask questions or even challenge beliefs. Uh, and I don't mean that with violence, but I mean, you know, even argument is not bad in my book. Argument is not necessarily violent. Uh, but it engages in intellectual curiosity or debate, dude, debate is cool. And, you know, just last night they had that stupid, uh, what was it? It was, uh, Newsom Uh, versus versus DeSantis. Yeah. And I I swear to you, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I was in here working and I looked over and I turned the volume up on the board and it's them talking all over each other. You can't understand what the other guy's saying. And I just shut it off. I didn't listen to any more of it because Mm -hmm. I don't remember debate thing being that way back in the day. Yeah. It was somebody said something and then you waited for what the other guy was going to say, say back. Right. And then you would say mm-hmm. something and right. then you would get zingers. Yeah. But it was done in a way where it was like people, two people with different points of view and, and one person talking, another person talking. It seems like now the debates are shouting matches and people trying to talk over each other mm-hmm. like little children. They're not. I mean, really, I, I have not- zero respect for the debates of today. They're not. They're debate not debates anymore. Not anymore. They're not. Well, even the discussions that we've had over the years about HIV and AIDS and stuff here, they've been spirited discussions, debates, and even there are disagreements among those who believe HIV is not the cause and never been. I mean, uh, you know, in terms of uh, argument, does it even exist? Does it not? Right. So there are debates within debates within debates, and I'm okay with that. That's part of life. And uh, I guess you know we're going to continue on. Let's hold the homeopathic hit to the last five minutes of the show today because I want to bring uh, Bobby Russell back to the show, a good friend of ours uh, for many years and, you know, a courageous, brave soul uh, having been, quote unquote, misdiagnosed, told he has the scarlet letter. You're HIV positive, Bobby. Get on these drugs immediately that he found out were killing him and w- would have killed him and decided to go a different route. And, you know, he even made the news in Lexington, Kentucky over the years. And we'll talk a little bit about that for those that don't know his story and get up to date on how he's doing today. Bobby, welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, World AIDS HIV Fraud Day. Hey, good afternoon. Good to hear how are you guys, Bobby. Sorry we couldn't get you on video, but the technology wasn't working with your old stuff. So here we are on uh, a phone call. We can hear you and we've got your picture up. Okay, great, great. I, I wanted to be sure and catch this today because it is an important day for me, for people that I've known. Some survived, some has uh, passed on, but uh, it's an important day. And, and uh, there's reasons for this day, and that's about celebrating, you know, individuals that believed in, uh, you know, what someone else told them, and it may not have been correct. And uh, in my opinion, it wasn't correct, but who am I, you know? Yeah. Bobby, you're someone who has lived through this, so you've got cred, street cred on this. And if you can encapsulate, you've told your story many times, but give a brief overview for those who are new to you, don't know about your history, and and then we'll get some updates on how you're doing based on what you've learned. Okay. Um, well, this whole dilemma started um, in 2004, and I, was, uh, I went to the hospital uh, because I had had a prior surgery and I couldn't stop bleeding. My Obviously, my platelet count was too low, and I couldn't clot my blood. But uh, you know, they they wanted to push a an agenda, and uh, they questioned me, and I said I don't think so. But you know, I'm not afraid to do a test, and uh, I did a Western blood test, and three days later, I was discharged from the hospital. And uh, the so- a social worker 
indicated that the test was pending and labeled it with a P and told me to take it to the doctor when I went for my follow-up care and I could get the results of my test. But when I went, the doctor refused to look at the test result. She said they had already been verified. It was labeled with a P and uh, it was positive. And the quicker I got on pills, the the longer I could potentially live. So I believed her. I trusted her. Uh, my, my mother always told me you can trust a doctor and a pastor. Well, obviously, mom was wrong in some ways because you cannot trust a doctor anymore. Well, you but can't nevertheless, uh, trust a pastor, uh, you know, just blanket trust, because there's deception there, too. So uh, reality is, again, we, we talked about before you brought you on the, the, the capacity to question those in authority who are operating under authoritarian powers, not legitimate. And, you know, had you done so initially and many others, they might be uh, like you're alive today because of that. And we'll talk about that, what you eventually asked. And by the way, Western blot is one of the so-called HIV tests. And that's part of the fraud is uh, Liam Sheff and many others brought to our attention so many years ago. John Rappaport as well, uh, that an HIV test is nonspecific cross-reactive. It's not an HIV test. What it is, who knows at this point, but it's not what they say it is. But Bobby, again, you eventually had to uh, mm-hmm. discover that or else you might not be here today. Well, that's true, and uh, in all reality, the uh, this the you know the, that Western blot test has been nixed ever since I think maybe June of 2014. That's when it was indicated that the CDC removed it from the algorithm, so it should not even be used ever again for uh, testing methods uh, because it ain't really identifying anything. It can't prove anything. Uh, first, you got to have a virus that's going to be isolated before you can ever test it, and ELISA test is not going to prove anything because it can. It can identify, you know, whatever type of viral condition a person could have, like hepatitis or mm-hmm. gonorrhea or syphilis or flu, that. for that matter. But, uh, and and very well, a PCR test or polymer chain reactor test or a viral load test, that's not going to specify anything except there's a virus there. And this is how much that they believe that the virus oh, is God. in your body. And, yeah, some type of I mean, there's, I, I don't understand. There's no test. There's yeah. there's just no test because it's never been isolated, I think. Right. So but back in 04, Bobby, when this happened to you and then, you you know, trust the docs, they tell you, hey, you, you got to get on these meds. Uh, journey us through how long you were on the meds, what was happening to your health in that time and how was it you discovered that you may have been deceived? Um, it went on for, well, I think maybe about 2008. Um, I got, I, I got, I never really questioned anything. I just followed the orders. I was told what to do and I done it. But uh, 2008, the Cabinet for Health and Family Services mailed out envelopes and it indicated uh, people uh, getting treatment for HIV and AIDS from the surveillance team. And, you know, and it specifically gave names and addresses on the outside of that envelope. And I retaliated and I believe that it should not have occurred and I reported to LX18 News and a story was done and all I got was, uh, we're sorry, but we'll try to make sure this never happens again. But, you know, people's lives were jeopardized. Um, you know, their health, their safety was jeopardized. Mine was, I was, I was, you know, I, people, people that knew about it and saw it laying in, you know, outside my door of my apartment building saw it and they was like uh you know we we have common areas here that we have to share and this this person needs to leave if not we're going to complain and i you know eventually i stayed around for a couple more years but i I eventually left when i could and that's i moved into my home and uh through that whole period though they threatened that if i did not waive my rights to privacy 
then they, they were going to stop the medicine. And I was like, okay, sure, fine, go ahead. But I'm not waiving my rights. I'm a veteran. I've served my country and I earned my right to privacy. And uh, I saw benefits from the VA. The VA said that they could not give me another test because most likely uh, if it was, if I was positive, the uh, medicine would have suppressed the immune system to a point that it could not be the actual result. So I had to refer back to the original diagnostic paperwork and uh, uh, it took me three or four more years to get that test paperwork because everyone kept on saying, well, you got to go back to the source. You got to go. To, you, it's not in. It's not here. We don't have it. You've got to go back and forth. And I was like, look, if you all don't give me my test result, I'm going to sue somebody. I said, I want to know. I need this for myself. I need this for my soul. I want it. And uh, they refused. And uh, they coughed it up eventually. And uh, all together, about nine years and 11 months later, they coughed it up and the test was negative. And a social worker wrote down a P to represent a pending test result when actually the result was negative. Mm -hmm. And the doctor misinterpreted it probably a lack of communication or some sort of games that they play. But, you know, the reality of it is, is that during those nine years and 11 months, I was under a program called the Ryan White Care Act of 1990 that it provided funding uh, to pr provide everyone that was treated with HIV or AIDS to be able to have pharmaceutical products and uh, insurance to cover their labs or testing, their hospital visits or doctor's visits, whatever. But what I don't understand is why did they bill it to my Medicare and my Medicaid and my prescription drug coverage too? It's beyond me. But you know, hey, I, that's that's something else to discuss at a later time, I sure. suppose. But um, I, I I just I just felt very uncomfortable about it, and I sued, and uh, I went through a year of uh, litigations and uh, depositions and. Uh, uh, Courts dismissed my case claiming statute of limitations of one year from the time that the injury occurred, not when I found out. And therefore, my case was dismissed and uh, I was countersued and literally lost everything I had. So well, uh, let me let me just interrupt here for a moment. And again, that you're going 04, then to 08, you start finding some things out that make no sense. And uh, you must have at some point encountered folks that were overtly saying, hey, there's something really wrong about the hypothesis that HIV causes AIDS, much less the test and then the drugs. And and, and again, while you were on the so-called AIDS drugs, how was your health doing? And did that also strengthen your resolve to say, I realized I got to get off of this stuff? I was deteriorating. I looked extremely, uh, I, I was extremely wasted. Uh, I mean, I went through a wasting uh, syndrome issue where I lost a lot of weight. Um, you know, my, my body fat moved to my stomach and to my, to my neck. Um, I, I got bony. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't gain no weight. And, uh, you know, the side effects of those medicines, it was like every day, it, it was a, a, a daily event, if not two or three times in a day, you know, I would sit in, I'd sit on the toilet and having diarrhea so bad and it burning so bad and vomiting in the sink beside of me at the same time. It was, yeah. it I, I really wish that I had died. I, I, it, it, it was so sad. It was very tough on me. It was very hard. Yeah. And uh, you, you were exhibiting anyway, I, all I, of I the did. symptoms they say are caused by HIV or AIDS, but they are drug-induced symptoms. So it manifests like a self-fulfilling prophecy. See, all these people really are sick, but they were being poisoned to death. 
You're exactly right. And that's what was happening to me. And when I stopped those meds and I started uh, doing a little bit more gardening and eating my food that I grew in my backyard, mm-hmm. um, I started getting better. And, uh, and, and, and in all reality, probably for the past eight years, eight of the 10 years, I have been, uh, it's been a shock for me. Uh, I've not been myself. Um, it was just realizing, you know, because when I was stood in court, um, they was like, well, you know, because of him being, if he wants to think he was misdiagnosed, then because of him having relationships with people that positive, wherever they got that idea from, but nevertheless, they said, oh, well, you know, he probably has now HIV, and if he doesn't get this medicine, he'll be dead in four and a half months, and he ain't going to get this medicine unless he dismisses the, can- the, the case, and I said, I'm not dismissing it. I'll die. I won't do it, and that was 10 years ago, 10 years wow. in October. Now, does this case, so it, you know, I, I realized a lot, and uh, I guess this past year uh, or this year, uh, things got extremely difficult. Uh, when the state realized who I was, uh, they refused to pay for my health care insurance premiums. And uh, I called my insurance company to continue on because I was afraid that a, a long term effect might occur. And I wanted to make sure I had enough insurance to protect me. but. Uh, I think my premiums went up to $850 a month. I couldn't make it. I couldn't live. I had to give up. I had to give up my home, my apartment to uh, hit the streets. So you and, became uh, homeless in the, in the last year. Food. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. It was just, it was horrible. And uh, my, my pastor, Steve Price, I mean, at Grace, uh, he, he has actually really has saved me to a certain degree. I've learned a lot from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it started out originally with a lady named Carol Wallace there at the uh, Feeding the Hungry program, and you know, after my doctor told me that that church was really close to where I was living at at the time, I I decided I would go there, and I called in advance to see if you know what did I need to do? Do I need to bring documentation to prove my identity or anything? And they said no, just come over and stand in line and wait for your turn, and we'll give you all the food that you can eat, and they sure did. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful beautiful sure yeah this is the article week. about it uh, bobby we have it linked in the show notes today at robertscatbell.com or as wkyt is reporting community effort to help uh helps homeless lexington veteran find a home again there is charity that exists and uh charity doesn't necessarily come from the government in fact it usually comes with a lot of strings like hey you have to take these drugs or we're not going to give you money. When they find out who you are, we're not covering you. You're, you know, things you paid into We're yeah, suddenly it's vindictive. And, you know, as I've said, Bobby, you've probably heard me over the years say the most dangerous thing you can have in America is really good medical insurance. Your medical insurance, your health insurance, in fact, was the food you began to eat, grow yourself, clean up what goes into your body. And you here you are 2023, almost 2024. Again, remember the original test, faulty test, 2004. We're getting to 20 years later. Bobby Russell, is anybody mad at you for being alive because you're proving them wrong? You know, they probably want me dead, but, um, you know, it's just not happening. It's just not going to happen. I, I, I feel good. I, I really do feel good. I've had a couple, you know, hiccups along the way, but doesn't everybody have hiccups in their life that they have to take care of it? And um uh, and I was a little bit in fear because a few about a month or so ago, I had a problem with, a, you know, a urinary tract infection and it was caused for my kidneys. And I thought, oh, dear Lord, you know, I, I know some of these meds I've taken, they can cause serious kidney disease and kidney issues. And um, 
I, I literally passed out in, in the veterans center where I live and uh, uh, ambulance came, got me and took me and I got myself back to health again. And uh, um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's been, it's been a struggle. It really has been a struggle, but uh, that story you was referencing on WKYT CBS news that, uh, that tells a lot about what, what happened, what, how the steps was. And, uh, I don't know what I would have done if they would not have helped me. I, yeah. I mean, everything where I'm at today is because of uh, different people was in uh, in a position that could be able to give me the direction and the guidance and uh, and 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 you know, and love. I mean, I I really believe that they love me, and I I believe yeah. that they respect me, and um, I'm I, you know, I feel like they're part of my family. Most, I mean, oh, wow. my parents are dead. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's just a great place. I was glad that I was blessed enough to be able to get the information I got because it it helped save me. Yes, Bobby, how a passion, you know, it's like a passion for life that you find, a zest for life again and living, and also those that, you know, can express that love through charity for caring for people that that need it in freedom, not in coercion, deception. In case of Medicare and Medicaid, we think, oh, that's charity. Well, no, not really. It's There's a lot of strings attached and they can use that against you as well if they don't like your politics, your beliefs, et cetera. Uh, Bobby, in the time that we have together here, um, do you want to acknowledge anybody along the way that, that really inspired you, that you, to helped you to learn and, and work with you, guided you as well back to health over these years? I know, you know, recently in the last few years, uh, Fauci was uh, became known to be the criminal. We always knew he was from back in the day that he promoted AZT, for instance. Um, but there are a lot of good people that have researched and brought this out. Anybody you want to acknowledge along the way? You know, I have, I mean, I've, 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 uh, I've, I've talked to several people, uh, but, but, you know, in the last year, um, I would have to say that my church family has been there for me. They've been extremely supportive, uh, respectful, you know, mm-hmm. it was hard for me to acknowledge what I had had to experience and how I had to alter my lifestyle. And uh, it's really messed with me, you know, I mean, uh, I'm single, of course, now, and I haven't been with anyone in 10 years. Uh you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever have another relationship with anybody for that matter. Um, it's just, you know, it's it's violated my trust. But like I said, my church family has been there for me. And a few weeks ago, I was in Sunday school and, you know, I told him, I said, I'm having this problem with my kidneys. I said, I really probably need to talk to my sister and see if she wants me to go out of state to get some medical care because I just I'm, I'm at a point that I cannot trust any doctors in Kentucky because they're in support of doctors at UK and uh, they probably earn their degrees from UK for that matter. So mm-hmm. um, I, my, you know, I mentioned in Sunday school and they, I, a couple of the ladies, Pam and Carol, they were like, no, you know, you don't have to do that. We, you know, you're, you're part of our family here. We, we will look after you. And that's like, you know, I understand and I appreciate it, but you know, it's just kind of like a family issue too, but uh but they are, but they are there for me. And Steve has been such a strong, supportive part toward me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I guess maybe uh, nothing really. You know, I, I I was getting food and stuff like that, and eventually on my anniversary day, which was October fifteenth, um, on their church website they've got uh, YouTube videos of their services. And uh, my pastor asked me that morning as before church right? He's like, Bobby today's a big day for you. And I said, yes, sir, it is. And he said, would you like to speak at the end of the service? I said, oh, no, Brother Steve, I'm not prepared for this. I, I, I did not prepare to speak. 
He said, well, if you change your mind, let me know. And he started to walk away. And I said, you know, I, I, I saw him and I motioned for him. I said, you know what? I'll do it. And I did it. I spoke before the congregation. They gave me a standing ovation for uh, what I was talking about and about kindness. And I said that everybody there was extremely kind to me and I appreciate it. And, uh, um, you know, and I, and I, and, and since then, I mean, since right before I'd done that, it was, uh, I had, I had got into, uh, Veteran Housing, uh, it's a veterans recovery center. Um, it's for homeless veterans. It's for veterans that are suffering from PTSD to uh, trying to get readjusted back into society after being in a controlled environment of the government. Right. You know, they, they just can't, they can't pull it together. So there's a mixture of everything here, but um, I've learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself and who I am and what I need sure. to do. And I think I'm on a mission to do uh, something that, God has wanted me to do so. Uh, you are. You I've been are blessed indeed. by. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that you know at the beginning of the year, uh, provided I can get all my computers and everything or whatever I need to uh, operate. But uh, I'm I'm intending to go back out on the streets to homeless shelters and and talk to homeless people to see what their needs are and try to direct them on where they can get uh, you know some uh, uh, safeness in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, this homelessness issue is not about HIV. This is, right. you know, there, there's women that's running from their husbands and they're in hiding um, and they're on the street. And sometimes they have children and it's extremely sad. Uh, and I oh. think that's a really one big reason I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing in my in my future. So well, God bless you, Bobby, for doing that and considering what you've been through, that you're still here and. Uh, you know, I'd love to see you get on some cardio miracle if there's a way charitably that somebody can help out there. We'll see what we can do as well, because, you know, renal health or kidney health, everything to do with blood flow and nitric oxide can facilitate a recovery there as well. Also, you've done a lot to maintain the uh, presence of uh, some of the interviews we've done over the years on December 1st on the Robert Scott Bell Show, including some of the yeah. you know, our friends that, uh, you know, Liam Sheff, Celia Farber, Peter Duesberg and others that would be on, on the show that were considered AIDS or HIV dissidents because they had a different view of causation. And there was a time where there was violent opposition to anybody with a, a view that was different, much like under COVID. You know, many people aren't aware of the viciousness with which we were met and many of my friends were met, including you, for a questioning causation, much less the tests themselves. There have been children, children killed. And, and, and after dying, those people that, believe in HIV causation without question, we're celebrating the deaths of these children, these babies, because if they lived, it well, would have I'm sure you remember, I'm sure that you remember baby Rico, right? Of course, baby Rico was a big part of what we were reporting on. Uh, we, you hey. know, we, we had her mother, uh, his, his mother and, and grandparents on. And, uh, it just, when I think about it, my heart gets, Oh, I started crying. I, honestly, tears are welling up as I think about that. And others we've covered that they invested in killing yeah. babies with these poisons. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's just terrible. But, uh, you know, there's also, I know Trisha Morrison, which is Tommy Morrison's wife, a widowed right. wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Joan Shinton, you know, from the United Kingdom. I've met her and Gary Knoll. And uh, matter of fact, I had a show podcast, a roundtable discussion with Gary Knoll and David Crow and yeah. Carrie Mullis. And I mean, yeah. you, you know, I, there's just I really respect their opinions, and I'm I'm very happy that I was a part of that uh, discussion and that roundtable uh, issue. 
Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm very thankful to these people because, you know, I, I had to, I, I, I had to stop listening to the propaganda. I had to think for myself and uh, well, people made sense. Another uh, tragedy, tragic story. Christine Majori. Remember Christine oh, yeah. and uh, her daughter. And I uh, just on and on the, the viciousness with people that would hold on to a belief and it was a death cult, just like modern medicine has become a death cult in many ways. And it doesn't mean there aren't good doctors trying to help you, but overall, the paradigm in the, that they're trapped in and many are trying to escape is a cult that celebrates death, decay, degeneration, and dying. And that's why staying away from doctors is imperative, allopathic, as long as you can, unless they've really uh, changed their ways, repented, and they're actually working towards life. And there are some that are, and we feature them here on this show as well, Bobby. Bobby, anything else you want to share before we got to go here? I've got a homeopathic hit and some other things I got to do. You know, I'm going to be updating my website. It's just the same as always, bobbywrussell.com. And I am probably going to create a fundraiser to help uh, finance my uh, endeavors for the 2024. But also, you know, if there's someone out there uh, that's uh, that's very familiar with what I'm what I'm you know proclaiming, uh, that once that could use a subject, you know, to you know help me out, provide me some of these nutrients and vitamins and supplements that my body really needs. I'd really love to hear from them, and uh, I, I'm interested. You know, I mean. Uh, this is teamwork thing, and I'm, you know, it's not about my, my game, my financial game, but this is about human life, and yeah. it's very important. Well, we're gonna learn about. I'm gonna reach out to Cardio Miracle, see if I can get you some, okay? Uh, because okay. Uh, on Sunday, my my dear friend Reverend uh, David Allen Carmichael has got an incredible story. Uh, with Cardio Miracle, what happened to him in addition to all the other good works that he's involved in. So Sunday Conversations on the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's not just Monday through Friday. You guys tune in. You'll learn a lot and be hopefully uplifted. That's the intent of this. And Bobby, yeah. you certainly uplifted us with your story of hope. And despite all of the things you've been through, uh, triumphant yeah. because you're doing the right thing. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you too, Robert. Uh, I really have a I, I really have, uh, you know, I, I've listened to our, 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 our report, our interview we did years ago, back in 2017 with, uh, it was, I think, you and I and Peter Duisberg. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it stuck with me. I've had to, I've had to learn a lot, you know. I've, I've had to, uh, I had to think, you know. But it's been, a, it's been hard, but uh, it goes kind of against everything that I was told. And I, I feel like I've just been lied to most of my life. And so now I'm living for me and mm -hmm. I will make my decision what I want to do, but I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm all right. I'm, you know, I, I stay busy and I volunteer at my church and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm happy and I'm good. I'm, I'm not hungry and I'm, I'm, I'm well. So yeah. I'm blessed. Thanks for coming on board on this uh, World AIDS HIV Fraud Day to continue the stories that need to be told and also your story and hoping people are, I know people are sending prayers for you. Uh, in fact, uh, Carol just sends a nice message through the show. I'll uh, put it up on the screen for those of you watching. Thank you for your service, Bobby, praying for your health and safety. Thank you, Carol, for uh, for supporting through prayer. That means a lot as well and other things. But uh, Bobby, stay in touch. And I know you will. And uh, we'll uh, see what we can do to help as well. They are incredible people. I love them to death like they're my aunts or my brothers and sisters. I couldn't imagine my life now without them. So, you know, I guess I'll, I'll leave you with a final thought that what I'm what I'm going to do is allow my experience to be an, a, an educational force for other people. Um, you know, if you don't want to believe me, that's fine. 
but read read documentation information that's on my website and uh you, you'll you'll understand eventually if you stop and think about things it's it's very realistic uh hey and of course i question i, I wanted to try by jury but no 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 they didn't want to talk about it so mm-hmm. it's okay you know yeah. i i will you know i will survive i've won already you know so i'm good yeah you're I'm here good. bobby Good to connect with you again, my friend, and we'll talk some more off the air. Sounds great. And uh, I will get some information from you about, uh, uh, you know, um, I mean, you know, like products that I think that I might need. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. You got it, Bobby. You take care. Bobby Russell on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And a great and important reminder of, of some of the history here for those who are new to the Robert Scott Bell Show, the things we've been reporting on for 24 years going into our 25th year. Uh, and even before I was on the show, ta- tackling these issues of controversy uh, and and finding out that much of modern medicine and the so-called PhD sciences when it comes to immune system, vaccines, uh, AIDS, etc., cetera, uh, has been a, a pharmaceutical death cult. Nothing less than that. And that can be harsh to hear if you're new to this. But if you go back in time and start reviewing these things, including the real Anthony Fauci, by uh, Bobby Kennedy, of course, he references a lot of great researchers like Liam Sheff, Celia Farber, and others that were exposing this long before people knew who Fauci was and is, even to this day. Uh, so again, thank you to Bobby Russell. Now, uh, Super Don, we're wrapping up here. We got home stretch here, heading to the weekend, and then heading to the mountains of Colombia outside of Medellin next week for some special early broadcasts of the Robert Scott Bell Show. We'll remind you about that, and we've got time for a little bit of a bonus round after afterwards. I know we've got. A couple of stories or so, and maybe some announcements and a homeopathic hit before we leave for the weekend. Uh, yes, we do. I think we could probably do. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. You are doing all the work behind right. the scenes and connecting. So, to Bobby all right. Home, so, so, all right. No worries. So, we'll yeah. do this. We'll do this next. Okay. Oh, yeah. And a question of the day, too. <laughs> this is from <laughs> Diana. Uh, it says, hey, RSB, uh, my 83-year-old mom has chronic IBS. It's no, no, known as irritable bowel syndrome. Some call it IBD disease and high blood pressure. Her gut has gotten worse. I've tried suggestions and brought her things here and there to try, but she gives up too easy. She has opened up two suggestions again, and I wondered if you can suggest the best things to start with for gut healing. I've got a lot of info I'm aware of, but looking for the best start. Thank you, Diana. Well, you know, the fastest way to recover from these inflammatory bowel diseases is to bring silver and aloe into the gut to heal the epithelial lining, the layer of the gut that uh, is critical for proper home for the microbiome as well as absorption, and excretion and everything else that we need, immune function and digestion, all of that. Uh, neurotransmitters, uh, hormones, all of that goes through the gut. And so the Silver Aloe Gut Recovery Protocol is uh, available as a free download. The article that I wrote about it, well, I say article, it's the chapter in my book that I wrote with Ty Bollinger years ago, Unlock the Power to Heal. Still very valid. Uh, silver Aloe, an ounce of each, three times a day on an empty stomach, pre-probiotic replenishment at night, two, four, six, or eight weeks, depending. Now, if your mom's not going to be patient enough to get through there and, and persistent, there's not a lot we can do, uh, but you say she's open again. Another thing that she can do if she doesn't want to do the silver aloe or if she wants to go further, she can do the Alta Cangest. This is a powdered supplement. Basically, it's food, and it comes in a little tub, 
and you take a level teaspoon, not the little tiny cup in it, but you get this from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. Use the discount code RSB5 to get a little bit of savings and get a few tubs because you're going to go through them. A teaspoon activated in warm water, not scalding hot water, three, maybe even a fourth time a day if she can do it. And that corrects the function, the dysfunction, corrects the dysfunction, restores function, heals tissue, liver, gallbladder, stomach, small intestine, large intestine, colon, the entire GI tract. And that's the Alta Silica, uh, not the Silica in this case, the Alta Cangest, although Silica is important. Copper would be important for reducing inflammation. So if you can get on the Sovereign Copper, I don't know what she's willing to do, but I'll throw out the basics. And those things are seriously profound. And of course, what she puts into her body matters. If she's eating pesticide-laden, glyphosate-infested foods, you're always having a pro-inflammatory response because it's toxic. It's like, well, you want to just stay on antibiotics forever? No, that's not a good plan for long-term survival and viability and health. So those are my initial suggestions. There are so many more ways to go about healing the gut. It's not just about probiotics, though. We've got to heal the home for the biodiverse uh, probiotic colony, so to speak, the microbiome, and doing that, the silver aloe, the fastest way to go about it. Uh, the can jest, there are homeopathic remedies we hit. In fact, we got to hit a homeopathic uh, remedy today as well. Do we have another uh, question of the day? Was there one or two? I don't even remember at this point. Just one. Okay, just one. Hold so we on. got through that. Do we have winter here? <clears throat> okay. Headphones are hard. Headphones are hard to put on with just one hand. Is that is that winter? I see. It, this is autumn. Autumn. Okay. I I, I forget which season we're talking my, about. My, I know, to. right? We need a we need another grandchild named Summer, and it'll be. <laughs> uh, we thought about spring, but that's just kind of a weird name. Right. Hey, spring, come here. Well, I call it uh, the first equinox of the calendar year. Okay. How's that for a name? Equinox. All right. Let's uh, let's go to the homeopathic hit of the day, and then we'll have a few more announcements before we do a, a bonus round. Okay. Suit yourself. <laughs> Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. If I can remember, because Super Don said yesterday was 50, we're at 51. Uh Floricum acetum. This is the short version is floric acid, but you know how it is in Latin. It's floricum acetum. And uh, you can see a cute little beaker with floric acid in it, but converted a very toxic, dangerous component into a safe homeopathic medicine for a wide variety of uses. We're going to hit a few of them as we do with the homeopathic hits here every day on the Robert Scott Bell Show when we're live. Thank you to Trinity School of Natural Health and thank you to Nutritional Frontiers for their support so we can do these things as well as my friend Bob Ray Oren and foliumpx.com. Uh, this is Floricum Acetum, a remedy often used for skin conditions and varicosities like varicose veins. And we do these hits to give you a, a not the depth and breadth of knowledge, but just a quick hit to get you intrigued and interested. Maybe floricum acetum is a remedy you need. And it's often used, once again, for skin conditions, hair issues, varicose veins. So let's look more at some of the things that it is all about. The origin of floricum acetum or floric acid is derived from hydrofluoric acid. And you know this is a lot associated with fluoride, right? 
You've seen this in toothpaste, different things like that. It's a very toxic uh, waste component often of uh, bauxite and aluminum mining, interestingly enough. But this compound is very toxic, but when converted into homeopathic form, highly diluted, it's safe to ingest and beneficial for a lot of ailments and illnesses or symptoms related to skin, hair, and circulatory system. So let's go to the key characteristics. You'll see this in this PDF that you have available for free download at robertscottbell.com. Superdon has put them all in one place in addition to the show notes today being December 1st, 2023. Floricum acetum is known for its effectiveness in treating conditions like alopecia, brittle nails, skin issues, particularly those involving itching and flaking. It's also indicated in cases of varicose veins and ulcers. Now think about fluoride and its impact on what? Skin, hair, and nails. It's amazing. Weakness, uh, fluoride, dental modeling, weakening of connective tissue. Wow, isn't that interesting why it's going to impact also the vasculature? Now, when we go to the mental uh, symptom picture, there may be a general state of restlessness or a desire of constant or for constant change and excitement, interestingly enough. So that could be an indication, oh, is it this one for me or not? You know, because there's other things for varicose veins. We'll talk about that in the adjunct remedies. So primary uses, skin and hair. Useful in managing symptoms of skin disorders, including dry, flaky skin, and in cases of hair loss or brittle nails. Varicosities, indicated uh, for use in varicose veins and related ulcers or ulcerations, especially when these conditions are accompanied by a sensation of warmth. So it gives you a little bit more insight, and there's more if you open up Materia Medica, you can go further. Uh, so as we move on down through this document, you can see is what we're following through here. We've got the dosages and potencies always. I mentioned that low potencies, often 6X, 10X, 12X, 12C, 24C, 30C, whatever. These are often used more frequently for, uh, let's say, less intense situations, but it can be for chronic over time. Um, but if you're dealing with the super high potencies, I always recommend you get consult with that because there can be more serious issues in the circulatory system or other things that you are, you're addressing. Complementary remedies, silicea, silica, one of our favorite for connective tissue. Silicea often used alongside floricum acetum for hair and nail issues. Hamamelis. I don't know if we've covered hamamelis yet as a, uh, maybe we have. It's hard to remember after 50, 51 now, but useful for varicose veins and circulatory disorders, complementing fluoric acid uh, action, as well as I will add hamamelis as a classic uh, hemorrhoid remedy as well. Cupra metallicum, I've got to add that in the mix. Copper, that's the other remedy for varicosities and a whole lot more. So these are things that can lead to one another or a complex of these remedies for remediation without toxic poisoning of the body, which fluoric acid would be a toxic poison, but in homeopathic form, completely safe to utilize. So remember, in its homeopathic form, fine to use. Uh, Try not to self-prescribe. If you're dealing with serious issues, you may need some help there, but I'm all, all about your freedom. If symptoms worsen or persist, please consult a healthcare provider of your choice should you want one. And in conclusion, I know this is repetitive, but we want to hammer it away, let you know what it's all about. Fluoric acid or fluoricum acetum, valuable homeopathic remedy, particularly effective for treating skin conditions, hair issues, varicose veins. So keep the Robert's Gap Bell Show in your tuning, if you can tune into it via the various forms of ways you will listen or watch, because we get more insightful explorations in homeopathy each new show with these homeopathic hits. And once again, not to replace a doctor if you want one or to diagnose, pre prescribe, you know, all that stuff we can't do. It's designed to what? Bring education, information into your life so you can make fully informed decisions about the care of your health, the health of your body, your family, your children, your grandkids, all of that. 
And I believe in that freedom, even if our government does not. So thank you for supporting our homeopathic hits. And if you'd like to see the various homeopathic hits, the video form or the audio form, they're available now or may, being made available thanks to Super Don, thanks to our patron supporters that said, hey, this would be a good idea. Put them up there for our patron supporters. So if you want to become a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show, as little as five bucks a month, that'll help cover the time and energy and effort, which is a lot uh, for Super Don to do more than any human should be doing. He's just, he's just that good. That's why he's super. Uh, please become a supporter of us in that way. We appreciate that. And if not, just share the show, help us out. And still the PDF of the homeopathic hit is, is available for free download. Now, uh, final story real quick. I'll just, uh, if you want to hit it further in the uh, bonus round is a question. Why is this Aaron Brockovich chemical still unregulated? In 2001, California lawmakers passed a law requiring the state to set a legal limit for chromium-6, otherwise known as hexavalent chromium, a cancer-causing chemical found in the tap water of more than 9 in 10 Californians. Nearly 20 years after that deadline, the process is still unfinished. The EPA has not done squat, hardly anything at all, which goes to the heart of what Jonathan Emord has presented to us about his success beating back the oligarchy, the FDA, FTC, FCC, and various uh, uh, legal efforts. He wins. And the government doesn't change its behavior at all, as he was told by the EPA. Congratulations, Jonathan. You won again. You're amazing. But we're never going to comply with the court order. And it seems to be the case for the EPA. These are captured regulatory agencies. If you want to stop this, you've got to act locally and stop looking to the federal government to solve these problems. But California state, as much as they claim to be earth muffins, all for environmental uh, uh, causes, despite the fact they're in league with China, who is polluting more than any other country on the planet, pretty much under communism. Uh, you've got to take these things into your own hands at a local level and in that way can work their way back up to that higher level. Stop using these products and stop engaging and supporting companies that you still use these products. And you have a lot more power there than you do asking the government or people in it to stop it. Although we would be better off if Jonathan E. Mord were the next senator from Virginia, the Commonwealth. So emord4va.com, please support Jonathan as well. Thank you to Bobby Russell. Thank you as well uh, to who was on in our first hour. I, I already, it's like, this is what happens to me when we do this show. I'm like, moving on. Karen Schoen. Karen Schoen, our first time guest. She was terrific as well. I appreciate Karen's efforts as well with uh, educating kids properly and uh, de-indoctrinating them from the cult of government and letting them know how to how to bring freedom back in for the next generation. So, Super D, anything else before we hit it uh, and then uh, do a little bit of a bonus yeah. round? Let's go to the end of the hour break, and we'll be back, and we'll talk about something. If you guys want to talk about something, see, this yeah, is okay. the key. This is you the bring key. It, you we'll guys. hang out a little bit longer. If not, see it. See we're it we're not going to hang around so you can hear, hear us breathe. Yeah. Okay, that's not, not what the do. bonus round is for. Right. Thanks, y'all, for being here. Power to Heal is yours. All right, bonus round commences. I, I don't have an agenda, Super D. I think we, we covered a lot heading into this weekend. There's a lot coming up next week for sure. I'm just a lot to prepare. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's Friday already. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. TGIF, as some people yeah. would say. Um, so we've got Sunday already squared away. And uh, like you said, Monday will be an encore. You'll be on a plane to uh, Medellin. Medellin, Medellin. Um, which is still kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. But you're going to Colombia. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure it'll be cool. 
It'll be awesome. It'll be, it'll be, be awesome. Look, so, I'm, I'm really grateful for these opportunities. And, and, and folks, I, man, how many years I've been at this and, you know, miracle after miracle has occurred in my life and my family's life. And maybe for many of you acknowledge that, uh, just things I couldn't have predicted. I, I, I just like, you're going to be invited to come to Columbia, South America to experience a healing retreat. And yes, you can bring your kids. I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. What an absolute blessing. And, the, and if it's as great as I believe it, to be wonderful, good, all of that. And we, we, we had Kimberly Overton on from mountainsofhope.com a couple of weeks back when she was there. This could be a real uh, life saver for many people. And uh, I don't know who can afford what. I realize there's a lot in life that we have to make choices about. But an overriding or underlying message that I've always had for, for folks, and it was something I had to learn, that if it is right for you to have something, like a service or something, just don't be the obstacle to say, I can't, and then fill in the blanks for any reason, other than to say, God, if it is right for me, I will not be the obstacle. I will not stand in the way, but I'm open to the gifts of healing, however they might be, whether it's this or something else. And I've learned that it's too easy for us to fall into a pattern of, I can't, and usually it's, I can't afford it. And you can look in your bank account and say, see, here's proof I can't. But what if somebody is trying to give you a gift? What is spirit, God, whatever, is trying to say, you need this, I want you to have it. And then you stop it cold by having a belief that you're not, basically you're not worthy. I'm not saying I know how these things happen. I just know that we can stop them from happening with a, a belief that limits the creator that is in abundance and can give us anything we need at any point in time. And that doesn't mean to be lazy and all I have to do is pray and do nothing. That's not it either. I hope people don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I think super Don, you get it. What I'm trying to communicate here. Yeah, I do. And it's, uh, it's an important life lesson. It is. And sometimes, sometimes you can hear it from Robert Scott Bill and go, ah, I get it. Or you can learn it the hard way. <laughs> Or from um, Superdon. And right? eventually eventually get there. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right. These are the these are the uh, these are the things we get to figure out on our path, on our journey, right? I'm not so arrogant to dictate to the creator or God what can't be done. And we we always do that. We're like, you know, we could be All you gotta do is get out of the way. Get out of when, the way. Whatever yeah. that means to you. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. get out of the way of whatever. Just yeah. you know. That was, exactly. the, <laughs> and I don't know if you remember, but I had that conversation with you when I figured that out. Yeah, and it was a while back now. It was a while ago, yeah. yeah. But it was just kind of like, ding. It's like, <laughs> oh, shoot. You know, when I when I stopped trying to force the universe to do what I think it was <laughs> supposed to do in yes. order to achieve the outcome that I'm trying to get, and right. I just kind of just let it be what it's going to be, you end up getting the outcome more often than not than you were wanting to get without with much less effort. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and less gray hair yeah exactly so it's an interesting thing what a journey what a wonderful thing yeah. when you get to that point and at the very least as you say get out of your own way because we're often the obstacle as we try to blame others it's so yeah. easy to point fingers but it's like i at least i'm not going to be the obstacle if it needs to be if it if it's right if i if i'm worthy of it and i believe i am you know that's a belief sometimes you got to fake it till you make it because a lot of people don't believe they're worthy and that could be patterned from childhood parents inadvertently or purposefully programming, you know, a belief in or experiences that you've had. And I think, you know, a thing like Mountains of Hope, among other things that it has uh, is offering is 
probably a, a way to break through some of these patterns of belief yeah. to, to bring, you know, wonderful uh, abundance and healing into our lives. So I'm very, yeah, excited. I mean, I'm excited for you again. Oh. It's just like one of those things where it's, I would be probably too intimidated to be like, Oh yeah, I'll just jump on a plane to Columbia. What? Mm. Well, no. <laughs> going there with my kids runs through our Sunday conversation this Sunday. That'll be yeah. the third of December because it, it's the heart of a government that tried to restrict us from being able to travel simply because we had a different spiritual or religious belief about something. Not exaggerating, not kidding. And we're going to talk with uh, Reverend David Allen Carmichael from Freedom Ministries about that. So you definitely want to tune into the Sunday conversation. It's a, it's going to be good. And I know it's going to go over. <laughs> it's be too much to constrain into one little hour, but super Don will make that happen as we're getting ready to, you know, go to the mountains of hope retreat, mountains of hope.com. Y'all check it out. Uh, let's see. Diane. Diane says, thank you for answering your question. Oh, I've got my mom along with IBS BVS also. No. Kidney issues. Yeah. So I would say also meeting the blood pressure and kidney issues for me, that's cardio miracle. And you're going to hear an amazing story associated with cardiovascular issues with David Allen Carmichael and what Cardio Miracle did. And for him, at half a dose per day. Everybody's different. Whatever you need is what mm. you need. Some need it two or three times a day. Some need it once a day. I do it pretty much once a day. And uh, do you do just one scoop? That's what I do. Yeah. If I'm on the I do a scoop and a half on mine. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I do a scoop and it's And fine. I don't know if that, you know, I just yeah, intuitively, I do that. Mm -hmm. thinking, ah, you know, it's like, I'll just give it extra, you know, thinking, well, maybe that's a good thing, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whether that is or not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what do you, I guess I, that's a, that's a, a, a John Hewlett question, but. Sure. Yeah. I don't Let's think there's see. anything wrong with doing a, a, like a scoop and a half instead of a scoop. Yeah. All right. Diane asks, would the folium do her any good at this point or not until she gets through the first suggested protocol? It breaks my heart to see my once vibrant mom failing. Well, uh, yeah, I can't definitively answer that, but I, I do know again, as you, you've heard in my mom's case at 89, 88 to 89, now heading to 90, the folium has been instrumental for her uh, to recover a lot of wonderful life. So yeah, I'd be open to that too, Diana, if, if uh, your mom's willing to do it. And she's afraid apparently to take the cardio miracle because she's on blood pressure medication. Well, look, you can start slow, low and slow, but you'll find that the need for the medication may reduce. So that's all. you got to be sensitive to that because as you correct the underlying metabolic uh, dysfunction, blood pressure will come back in line and therefore the blood pressure meds will no longer be needed or they'll be needed far less. And uh, that's, you know, we hear that time and time again. So uh, I understand, but it's fear that keeps your mom from doing what I perceive and you might perceive she could do to really get well and change her future even at age 83. Uh, Lori says, I am trying to, what is it, to see if I can afford to go to San Antonio in February. Well, remember, uh, you're trying to see it. The good Lord's trying to provide it. So get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, congratulations, Lori. I've seen some pictures on your home, rehabbed and it everything. Looks it looks great, great, doesn't it? It looks really good. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So we'd love to see you, Lori, at the uh, San Antonio event. By the way, speaking of that, the upcoming events, the Autism Health Summit is coming up February 2nd and 3rd, San Antonio, Texas. Then we also have the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo, but that's after, uh, first and foremost, the Trinity Health Freedom Expo virtual, and that's 17th and 18th of February weekend. And for like 30, 35 bucks, whatever it is, you have three months of access to everything and more. 
And so trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com, register for that. Then we have the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo, uh, March 8th through 10th, 2024. And then March uh, 14th through 17th, outside of Atlanta in uh, Lake Lanier Islands, next-steps.info, Tia Severino's putting on another great event, third annual. And we'll get you more updates, uh, the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com, or just sign up for the newsletter, text RSB to double six eight double six. Okay, what else? Any other comments, questions coming through? Rumble? I haven't heard anything from Rumble today. Uh, it's been kind of quiet. Let's see here. Uh, Jim Gerges says, hello. Jim, your your package is on its way, so you should get it before you leave from Mexico or to Mexico, whatever it is. Liberty Lover 123 says, Super Don, your haircut looks awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. This is uh, for, for anybody who's been watching over the years. They know that this is pretty much my normal haircut, but I went hippie there for a little while. Mm-hmm. But thank you for the, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I, I, I like it. I'm used to it. Yeah. It was, it was not really a big deal getting a cut. Cause some people were like, Oh my God, I can't believe you cut your hair. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I just cut the hair just in time for it to be cold. But um, it's like riding an old, like riding a bicycle. No big deal. So anyway, that's all I've got on this end here. That's all you got? That's it, man. Quite a lot. That is it. All right. Well, look, we got some exciting things ahead. And uh, just really, again, feel the blessings in the midst of a lot of things on the planet that, you know, are problematic and perhaps always will be and maybe there'll be times when it's less and maybe time there's more that's the history of life on planet earth uh, i just you know wish and hope and pray that everybody finds those moments and there are more moments than not where you can enjoy and celebrate the life that you have because it is worth celebrating uh, and i i like to focus there whenever we can more than i like to focus on the stuff that kind of bums me out right even though we acknowledge it and talk about it, we're not afraid to talk about those those controversies and things but i don't want to dwell in an area that people come away from this show and feel like oh man i just feel drained i'd like you to feel a little uplifted happier and you know you come away and go hey that was good i'm glad that i tuned in i'm glad i you know learned about this person or heard that story and things and you know, as we were talking, uh, Leslie was commenting earlier, you know, about the, the flat earth stuff. It's like people will argue it's not that it is that. And, you know, and, and she says the argument is not so much about what you believe. It's not even an argument for me. It's about learning why people believe what they believe. That to me is the most intriguing part. What's the story that leads you to that? I may agree or disagree with your conclusions, but I'm fascinated to learn about why you believe what you believe. And I think we're better off when we learn that because then we we find a love and a compassion and a caring for other people that we thought, oh, they, they I disagree with them. And then suddenly you dismiss them. You could never be friends with them or even own, you know, family members under COVID. We've we've fallen away from, I think, that loving principle, you know, that uh, we have more in common than we have that divide us. And so even when we talk about things, there's levels of dis various disagreements, whether it be theology or other things, food, diet, et cetera. Um, Find out why people believe what they believe. Ask them. Be sincere in, in wanting to know why. And they'll so appreciate that you're not just going, hey, how you doing? And I don't really want to know, right? You know, ask somebody and then stop, pause, and listen. Really listen. What a gift that is. Uh, so give that gift. Uh, the, if, if you think this is the season of gift giving, then give that gift. How about that? 
What a wonderful note to 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 leave on <laughs> at the end of the show. Well, I'm so grateful. I think I'm going to go watch a few hours of the Hallmark Channel now. <laughs> Is I it just, a Hallmark? Just, <laughs> getting all teary eyed. Oh my goodness! Yes. All right, Super D. Thank you so much, my brother. Yeah. Uh, good stuff going on. We'll talk more off the air, obviously, and prep for uh, Sunday's conversation. What what we might air on Monday for the travel day, and then. The early morning, once again, we'll say this, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. That is the plan as of now. That's subject to change, but that's the latest I heard, that the schedule over there at Mountains of Hope will allow me to broadcast 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific, Tuesday through Friday of next week. So be, be ready if you if you don't see the show live at the normal 3 o'clock Eastern, uh, noon Pacific it's because we were already on the air. Maybe Super Don could program it to replay. So you, those that are in that rhythm will still have that rhythm. I don't know, but figured it out. Yeah. I mean, if you guys want me to do that, let me know. Otherwise, all you got to do is just go over to Rumble and uh, just go to our channel and the show will be there. But you get 10,000 extra bonus points if you show up for the show live. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yeah. Super early. All right, guys. Well, uh, enjoy the Sunday show and uh, the Encore on Monday, and we'll see you live with Robert live from Columbia mm -hmm. on Tuesday. Yay. South All America. Right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Hey, Mark, I see you there.